Thanks for being with us on this Tuesday afternoon. Well, it has been about five years since cannabis became legal. Depending on where you are, you might have cannabis stores, it seems, on every corner, or maybe not. But we wanted to take a look and see how the industry is doing. And Mike Babbins is joining us once again. He is the owner of Evergreen Cannabis. That is on West 4th Avenue in Kitsilano. Mike, thank you so much for coming back on the show. Hi, Jill. Always happy to talk to you. Well, I know we talked to you when things were just getting going. I think more more recently we talked about uh, taking down the opaque covering on the windows. Uh, how would you sum things up uh, where we are five years in? I, I don't even know where to start. It's It's been a whirlwind. Uh, there's a lot of good. There's a few things that we could work on, but you know, it's up, up, up. That's that's all you could do in this industry, right? I, well, that's a positive way. That's a, a great way of looking at it. Uh, let's start then. Are there things that have unfolded as far as legal sales and going from when it was kind of the Wild West, there were stores that even though they had business licenses, they didn't actually, it wasn't actually legal to be operating. Uh, that got worked out. How has it been kind of uh, the red tape side of things and running a cannabis business? I mean, it's it's like any other business. There's a there's a lot of paperwork to do. You have to deal with the government all the time. That darn government taking their cash. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think our biggest issue right now, um, I it's not a thing with illegal stores anymore. People buy from where they want to buy. My biggest problem along those lines right now is there's this company advertising on Facebook, calling themselves Evergreen CBD, scamming people with illegal gummies. And they call us to complain after because they think it's us. And every time I report it to Facebook, they say that they aren't breaking any of the rules, even though they're breaking the law. They're using my name and I'm not even allowed to have a Facebook account uh, for a cannabis store. So that's where we're at now, dealing with bots who don't want to help me. Hmm. And is that something that I mean, that's awful that that's happening to you. But is that something have you heard that in that other businesses are being targeted or that's something that's kind of a common occurrence? I think it's just because we have a name that works really well for it, but I don't know what your social media feed is like, but all I see is is advertising for, I've seen mushrooms being advertised on Facebook. So one thing I want to warn anyone listening to is do not buy any cannabis products off of Facebook. It's not legal. It's random sketchy sites. You could lose your money and there's nothing I could do to help you when that happens. So please be really careful when you, when an ad pops up on, online. Well, wasn't that kind of the whole point or, or one of the points of legalization and having the business licenses and having the stores like yours in that people wouldn't have to purchase from those types of vendors? That's what I thought, but apparently they're still out there. And apparently, you know, the, the, the big companies are working very hard to make sure we can't read news on their website, but they don't care about other things. Hmm. How big of an issue is it, do you think, then, as far as the illegal ads or the bots taking business away from you? I, I wouldn't say in any way it's taking business away from me. That, that's not my concern at all. Uh, I don't think anyone who would, who would fall for that is someone who'd walk into a store and ask questions. My concern in that is that people are getting ripped off and they're getting dangerous products. Right. That, that's the big deal. That's that, you know, at one point they were saying David Suzuki is advertising these. I don't think David Suzuki, you know, was really concerned about, you know, losing any money over that. But, you know, his face is being used for a, a dangerous product and he's someone people trust, right? 
Mm, yeah, no, no, and I, I remember kind of hearing uh, hearing about that in that particular case. Uh, you you raise an interesting point, though. Do you think that the way it rolled out and the rules that still govern and are uh, dealing with cannabis, uh, it is different? And not to say it's it's in the even in the same family as say alcohol, but alcohol. There are advertisements on this radio station on on other radio stations. Uh, they they can add, they can put them out there. Would it be different? Do you think if cannabis could also be advertised? publicly the way alcohol retailers do or or online gambling casinos right have you tried watching a hockey game recently (laughs) you know (laughs) it's a little outrageous what what they get away with but we aren't allowed to even go on social media and dispel myths i think that's a problem i I personally you know don't want cannabis to be advertised the way alcohol is because it's ridiculous i'd prefer alcohol were scaled back and i'd really prefer gambling were scaled back but there has to be some Somewhere in the middle, either we have to be on the same playing ground or it all has to come back because, again, like people could post these illegal ads on Facebook. People could say whatever they want on Twitter or XYZ, whatever it's called these days. And we can't go and rebuke that because of the marketing restrictions against us. So the lies get out there and there's no one to to tell the truth. Why is it? Remind me why it is that cannabis, which is now and has been for several years now a legal product, why can't you advertise? I wish you could answer that question, Jill, because, you know, I'm, we, I mean, we have an elementary school a few blocks from here, and I don't think any of the parents are worried about their eight-year-old kids coming in buying cannabis from us. I, I don't think that's a huge concern. But... It doesn't seem to be a concern that I can't watch a hockey game with my kid without worrying about him real being normalized towards gambling. Right, and it, and is it? But is it because cannabis falls under a different ministry or a different a different set of rules? It's clearly not in the same the same category as, uh, like you say, gambling or even alcohol. Yeah, and and I don't see why it would be different. I guess it's because it was illegal for so long, and I guess it's because we're the first, you know, G twenty nation to actually legalize it and they wanted to make sure they did mistakes along the way but as we're talking about now we're five years in i don't think anyone's hair has turned purple i don't think kids are running rampant in the streets i think if anything uh, they said that teenage cannabis use has gone down with legalization because it's not as exciting for them anymore so i i don't understand why we're treated so differently you know i'm on that, everyone in the cannabis industry, we have to pay additional fees at the bank each year because we're still considered a high-risk industry and a high-risk store. So I have to pay an extra $300 a month every single month just because the bank has to monitor every single thing I do, even though we're so highly regulated, it would be really hard for me to do anything inappropriate. Hmm. And who knows if that's going to change anytime soon. I mentioned, Mike, that we did talk to you, I think, just before the rule was changed as far as you not needing to have that opaque covering on the windows at the front of your store. Did that make a big difference? Well, we have to clean the floors a lot more now because you could see in. But, <laughs> right. <laughs> but I, again, it, no one lost their minds. I think, if anything, it's it were a lot safer feeling because you could see what's going on. And once again, uh, you know, when we first started out, we had a little thing where we waved to everyone and say, walk by. Now the windows are open, we could wave again. And you could see how pretty and calm our store is when you walk by. So I think it's a very good thing. And nothing horrible has happened because somebody might peer in through the window and see the uh, product or see something product adjacent on the shelf? 
if that did happen, they must have gone so crazy that I didn't hear about it. All right, so it's been uh, okay in that sense. I know there was uh, there there have been some uh, conversations being had about price and that perhaps the product that you sell that other cannabis uh, uh, retailers sell it's not as high as maybe what was anticipated. Is that a fair comment? I think. There, well, I, this all started, uh, and our conversation is, is kind of going on because there were some numbers released really this week from the province about how high their sales are and how much more cannabis is being sold. I think uh, if I I can't speak for every store, but I could use my store as an example. Uh, we are in unofficially a recession, but let's face it, none of us have a lot to spend right now. People's habits, consumption habits don't really change, especially when they're stressed, but their financial habits do. So the same person who used to come in every few days and buy three and a half grams for about $30 now will come in once a week and buy a full 28-gram bag instead in bulk. And our 28-gram bag started $80. Our our most high-end ones are still $145. So if you're spending... $30 $30 a time, then you're spending about $240 a week. Now you're spending 80 to 140 So more cannabis is being sold, but there's less money coming into our pockets. There's less money growing into the growers' pockets, which is the most important things. And But technically, there's more of it being sold and more money coming into the province. Hmm. And, and, and because people are buying in more bulk or more, more bulk quantities? Yeah, pretty, exactly. It's you know, it saves them a lot of money, but they still get the same amount. Uh, there's also the other people who buy the pre-rolled joints. So, you know, they'll buy just one or two joints a day. So they're going to spend $10, $15 again instead of that $30. Huh, interesting. What about the, the quality of the product? Because I, I remember as well when, when this was all unfolding, uh, there were some concerns of people saying, well, uh, maybe the, the government issued or the government regulated product isn't going to be as good as what I'm used to or, or what I've been getting all, all along. How has the, the, the quality been? It took a while. It took a while to get away from the big growers and to get back to the small ones. Right now, it's as good or better as it was before legalization in our store anyways, because, you know, it, it's kind of like there's, there's the big beer companies. I hate equating to alcohol, but it's the easiest way to do it. So there's the big beer companies and then there's your local craft brewery. And most of the stores do work with the big companies. Uh, they, they have little deals between them to carry their product. And that stuff is acceptable. We at Evergreen, we work with all the small, small BC mom and pop growers, and so we get fresher bud. We get it delivered directly from them. You know, we have to pay more in taxes and fees, which I don't understand why we have to pay more to the government when they aren't involved as much. Um, but so most of the cannabis on my shelf right now is grown by the same people who were growing it before legalization. Hmm. And and when you talk about your customers, your clientele, uh, have you seen, or, or do you think in the past five years, has it grown from people that in the past maybe never tried cannabis, weren't interested, but now that it is uh, this legal substance and there are stores like yours, uh, storefronts and such, are more people trying it? Do you know anyone in Kitsilano who has never tried cannabis? <laughs> I don't know a lot of people in Kitsilano, but maybe not. <laughs> it is the old hippie neighborhood, so we're a bit different with that. But yes, we do see a lot of people who never tried it before who are coming in because uh, they've heard about CBD or they're you know trying to reduce their alcohol intake and, and someone suggested this to them. Or 
there's a lot of people who said, you know, I had a bad experience back in college, but maybe you could help me try it at the proper dosage or what's right for me. So there's a lot more curiosity than there was, that's for sure. And where do you see the industry grow, uh, going now? Here we are five years in. Where do you see it going from here? <laughs> I don't know, because I didn't see where I'd be five years <laughs> from now. I'm just looking towards tomorrow at the most. You know, I, I'm hoping uh, that that in the province of BC, uh, we get this tax situation figured out and things become a little more reasonable. I'm hoping we're allowed to have a bit more of a voice uh, publicly. And uh, I I see a lot of stores uh, closing down over the next few years because a lot of people put a lot of money into it thinking that they were just going to get rich overnight. You know, I'm sure you remember everyone was talking about the new green gold rush, invest into this, invest into that. And people who didn't know anything about the industry pump their life savings into it. And we're seeing those stores open and close. So I think we're going to see a, a bit more of the madness and then everything even out and calm down. And then it's just going to be, a normal there. There's a shop on my corner, just like the bakery and just like the pub and just like the pizza place. And I hope it has good pizza. <laughs> and then I suppose we have these conversations all over again, or we see this repeat uh, with things like mushrooms. I don't think so. I, there's a lot of talk with mushrooms, but mushrooms and cannabis are two different, uh, you know, products completely. And I don't think mushrooms are going to be legal for quite a while because, it took long enough for cannabis, and if I know nothing about cannabis and I go and I smoke too big a joint, I'm going to go to sleep. If I take too many mushrooms, I, I could do something really stupid. So they're going to be really, really slow and careful with, with that. And I, I don't see it happening as soon as people think. If you, anyone on social media suggests to invest in their mushroom company, don't fall for that, please. <laughs> Learn from this industry and what we've seen here. Mike, we'll leave it there for today, but thank you so much for your time. It was great to chat with you again. Call me anytime, Jill.